Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yes, What, Guan? Oh, I thought you were going to do it. No, I don't think we're going to make that a thing. Wow. I'm not committed to making that a thing, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, emotional damage. <laughs> Just how I feel right now. Like, oh. Did you okay. want to make that a thing every week? No, we don't have to. If it, Listen, if it, if it does kind not of, speak to you. We're the spirit. I feel like that's your intro. And then I just, oh, I just follow up with some kind of, you know. Hey, how you doing? Peace, peace, queen. <laughs> yes, really how you sound right now this week. <laughs> Shit. Running around with y'all. For my updates, I ran around with you guys and was just, I was like, this is crazy. I never get allergies. Do you guys hear me? And that was a full-blown sickness by Sunday afternoon, trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to be a hot girl. Trying to be a hot girl. That's the thing. Exhausted. Exhausted. (laughs) I look back at some of those photos that y'all took, especially near the end. I said, wow. I I don't know how you guys didn't say, Shanti, are you okay? Not one I did. Do you remember when we were sitting there and I was like, you you were like, can I lay on you? And I was like, no. And I I kept saying to you, get up. You need to get up. And you were like, but why? Why do I have to get up? I was like, oh, you're really tired. No nah, man, I was I was on the ride home. Thing. You were like, somebody asked you to pass. Somebody asked you to pass them some chips, and you were like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yo, I was scared on that ride home. I would wake up anyway. I don't even know how I would wake up I when know. the car jerked. Jimmy was and, veering. Jimmy was tired in and a panic. I know. I so I okay. So first of all, nobody even knows what we did. First of all. We, all of the girls, and if you're new to this podcast, welcome, because we see the listens going up. I guess that's from our appearances on Horrible Decisions and Good Moms, Bad Choices. Shout out to y'all. Welcome. Um, This is Around the Way Curls, where we talk all things love and light, money and dicks, because duality is a thing. But anyway, we all got together to celebrate our girlfriend's birthdays, Amanda and Jasmine. Yes, Jasmine Sullivan. And we are basically a group of five girls. We've been friends since high school. And we always celebrate birthdays together. Especially, I feel like we skip our birthdays, but their birthdays we always celebrate because they're so close. So we got together. We had a, a full weekend of festivities. From Friday, day one, we're doing self-defense classes that you didn't even go to, where we're doing, what is that called? Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu. Then we came back to the house. We filmed some stuff for something that Jazz is doing. Then we ate. 
we ate from what is that chef's name? Damn. Damn. No, I'm going to find it. Chef something or other. Something Magic something. Anyway. Plates. We ate. We stayed up all night talking about nothing. Then the next day, we're up very early at a fucking gun range, which we'll get into that. Then we came back to the house, had a huge brunch, did some karaoke, got dressed, took a car all the way down to Washington, D.C., Saw Lucky Day, who was incredible in concert. Hung out with Lucky Day afterwards. Oh, no, we went to dinner, too. Hung out with Lucky Day afterwards. Got back in the car, and it was, what, like two-something in the morning? Maybe one-something in the morning. Late as fuck. Had to drive all the way back to Philly. And then got up the next day and and celebrated Christ. Uh, you celebrated Christ. Hallelujah. Oh wow! Right for you. Hot no, chef. No distant. Her name is right. Hot. I chef. knew it was some. I knew it was some hot because I said, "Oh, she a little spicy. Got a little mm. hot in her name. Little hot girl. Oh. Hot chef. As as mm, now you mm. know I can't read. A z z i n a r o. Her food. She does both vegan and raggedy people food. When yeah. I tell you. Mm. That food was so good. That was ridiculous how good that food was. It was, was banging hip hop and R and B. It was Baby, banging hip hop. I and said, R&B. what is this? Shout out to her. What is this? But she is opening up a restaurant in New Jersey soon enough. We're gonna be there. We should pull up. Yeah, I'm gonna think, be there. Play in my hand. Could I have yeah, some bread I think and I'm water? a part of the hot chef hive at this point. All I, anyway, I was hoes. exhausted. And by Monday Sunday evening. After you, I left you guys, Sunday afternoon, I was shaking in my boots, child. I was but just But you like, rested the most out of all of us. You missed karaoke. I was you exhausted. You were sleeping in the car. I was sick. I was sick. My body was shut down. It wasn't. Oh, you were sick before us then. You didn't hear me sneezing and... and yeah, but I thought it was allergies. I don't no, know. Anyway, that, I'm glad that you're better now. That's the moral of the story. It was, in fact, a whole sickness coming down. It was not allergies. I don't have allergies, so I don't know why I thought they were allergies. I thought it was my first bout with allergies in my life. But here we are, child. Um Thanks for all the love that I was given for my photos with JoJo. I was scared hmm. to release them. And I hid Why? all of the photos that she did eat me up. But <laughs> when I say I have a Leo as a daughter, what a Sag and a Leo. What a combination. What what just a glorious combination. But the way that little baby just effortlessly opened up and, and just showed on out for the camera. I have mm. more photos that I'll show you, but it was really um it was it was it was fun to make. And I today I had to sit back or I had to like have an outer body experience and watch myself being super critical of myself in the photos because Mm. it's just when I see photos of myself when I was 20, 21, I was like, oh, you were so beautiful. You were you were like cute just after I had Jojo and I could imagine my 40 and 50 year old self will look back at myself now and think the same thing. So it's it's important to, you know, let the voices go by, let them let them taunt you and harass you, but not take it to heart and um, and try. That's a hard and, thing to do when you're looking at yourself. 
Because you don't see yourself throughout the day, right? But then you never see yourself. It's like you never exactly. see yourself. And I, I just, I can't do that because I didn't see myself when I was 21 and I was like a new mom and, and just vibrant. And Did I, you feel probably, that way when you took the pictures then though? Because it's always, I look back at old pictures of me and I'm like, you look great. But in that moment when I was looking at them, I was just as critical of myself. I probably, but that's just dumb. Five years later, I'm like, wow. I, I just, I, I just want to detach myself from even having like, um, yeah, from associating, relating too much to that thought. Just be like, all right, yeah, you're just doing your, your dumb, your dumb thing, but you cute. But it was, it was a lot of fun to do that with her. And thanks for everybody for um, hyping us up, hyping up me and my little. Leo Queen, <laughs> but mostly I've just been laying low and slobbering into a pillow because I can't breathe out of my nose. So I don't Ugh. really have much updates aside from. Well, <coughs> because you are sick, we are recording this on a Wednesday, which happens to be 420. And what do I do on 420 for this podcast? Because I am method. I take an edible. So we're going to see where this goes today. So that is me just prefacing this episode and all of you listeners that it might get goofy down the line, but it's a holiday. So let me celebrate. Happy 420, everybody. Happy 420, everyone. Also, I want to say happy Easter and Passover. So this Easter, (laughs) I had a very biracial experience. We ate. So well during that girl's trip, okay? <laughs> at Jazz's family, at, at, Jazz, at, at Jazz's birthday thing, chef. yeah. Uh-huh. We ate so well. I went home, my stomach was full. I said, Wow. Now, I was going to hang out with my white mom's husband's family, okay? That's where they were ringing an Easter. Lovely people. But baby, when I tell you, it got tricky right away. So my sister was down. Shout out to her. And it's always funny when she's there because the way she handles things is just so much different from me. And she, I told her, I said, it's masterful how she can be around a bunch of people that she has nothing in common with and just put it on. She's on. She's like, oh, wow. Well, yes, Dennis and I, and and she's just talking. And I'm in there, mind you, I had straight backs at the time with like all black on, some sneaks. Like I just looked like, girl, what are you doing here? But the first thing that happened was that they got there first because I knew we had to drive back to New York. I was in Philly. So we had to drive back to New York. So I saw a Starbucks that was down the street from them. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Starbucks and get us some chai tea lattes for the ride home. So I do that. So I show up late, Shanti Mayors. And this is going to be a long story. I don't care. Before you continue, I'm sorry. Can you center yourself? Because half of your face is getting split off the screen. And that's going to, there it is. Wow. Anyway, so. (laughs) Yeah, I'm about to fight you. So. It doesn't look like that on my screen, but that's interesting. So anyway, so I walk in and there is a dog. So I knew the one girl had a dog that is like a, this dog has anxiety issues. It's been diagnosed with anxiety, which is just fucking ridiculous. So that dog was walking around with his little weird self. And I went over to the dog immediately. It was just like, hi, is everything okay? How are you feeling? Because I'm like the animal whisperer. 
But then there was another dog. And I thought that dog, that dog was a little yip-yip dog, a little, you know, them little feisty dogs. And so the dog came over with beef. So immediately I was like, here you go. Y'all always like that. You already injured. I will fight you. And my sister was like, it's not injured. Shut up. <laughs> Basically. And I was like, what do you mean it's not injured? It got a damn, it's got a thing around his stomach. And she was like, it's a diaper. And I said, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? And she said, it's a diaper. And she just gave me that look. I'm like, don't embarrass us. And so I, I just, I chalked that up. And then the girl came out who was the dog owner with the diaper. Craziest lip fillers you would ever see. I said, my God, I have to look at you all day and not look at that lip. And that lip, it was only the top lip just poking out like, you know how they do on The Simpsons? Yeah. It was like that. <laughs> so that not was stressing me out. Simpsons. Then they asked me if I wanted something to drink. I'm driving, and I haven't been drinking like that. So I was like, no, just water. What did they come out with? Them low-ass water bottles this big. Oh. I'm immediately irritated. I put the water bottle down. We were just talking about the, that this weekend. Put the water down. I don't know what water is mine. Anyway, so then we sit on the table. I sit at the table. This is when I checked out. This is when, I and I'm not usually like this. I can usually keep talking. But when I tell you for 45 minutes, I said nothing because I was so shocked. I was shocked by what was about to occur. First of all, my mother is in the kitchen. I have no idea what she's doing. And she comes out with a fucking Pyrex container, proceeds to put food on her and my sister's plate. So I said, wait a minute, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, I brought this for Tina and I. I said, did you bring food to a dinner party you ignorant oh. rude and she was like i'm we're trying to be vegans i was like no you're not so basically i wasn't catching on and i was pissed because where's mine <laughs> like what the fuck but her food looked like trash i will say and my it mom looked can crazy cook. when i saw that video <laughs> yeah, I, I was said, like my oh. mom can cook that looks disgusting but she had done this vegan bell pepper with like curry lentils or some shit it actually was tasty bell Ugh, but I stuffed bell pepper. But I, sh I know I don't love it either. And apparently, she asked me if I wanted one, and I said no, and that's why I didn't get it. But I regret it. <laughs> then she had like a sweet potato that had nothing on it, and I said, "Ma'am, stop playing with me." But then her fucking bell pepper was also burnt. So I'm really like, "Mom, I said it. I said, wow, <laughs> it was burnt." But bitch, they brought out the food, and I understood. I said, "Oh my!" And I was sitting next to my mother, and then sitting next to like the person whose house it was, and it got tricky. So I'm looking at this salad, Shanti, I swear to God, on my life. And I keep looking. I'm like, that, that cabbage looks weird. Like, I know that. I know that shape of food, but the, no, that can't be it. That would just be crazy. So I'm like looking at it. I'm like, I'm not going to fuck with that salad. I'm going to just, you know, move around. But you could tell this was a white household. You did not make your own plate. They came and put the plates at the head of the table, and then they just were like, oh, yeah, pass it along, and then everybody will just scoop something in, and wherever the plates land, they land. And I was like, eh, 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 nope, no, no, no. <laughs> and I, like, figured out a way to get out of that, but somehow that salad ended up on my plate. So I'm sitting there looking at this, this squiggly thing, this pail, and it looks like brains almost. And I'm like, what? What could this be? And I, I put it in my mouth oh, and I said, oh girl. my God, 
That is what it is. Bitch, it was raw ramen noodles, oodles no. and noodles. I swear to God, on my motherfucking life. So I said... Why didn't you take a picture? <laughs> so I couldn't... Wait a minute. It was ramen noodle salad? Ramen noodles raw, from the ramen. packet. So but apparently... Apparently, this is a thing that white people do. No. Because, no, I, I know a lot it. of white people, and they none uh, so of my do white I, folks doing Let me that. tell you, I Googled it, Shanti Mares, and there are Ooh, numerous what? recipes for this shit. Go ahead right now and Google oodles and noodles or ramen oodles and noodles salad. So what you do is you take the ramen noodle packet. You do not cook said noodles. You discard of the seasoning packet, <laughs> discard of it, you, you crunch that shit up, but not too much, put it in a bowl, and then you add craisins, <gasps> scallions, <laughs> cabbage, multiple types of Ooh, cabbage. There's a noodle salad with cabbage. Thank you. It's right the fuck there. And then you drizzle some, because uh, they, they want to eat healthy, so they drizzle some olive oil on it. And a little bit of like lemon. And I said, what? And my sister kept saying, no, it was cooked. I said, it wasn't cooked. It just sat there so long that it was soggy. And then somebody had the nerve to say on the fucking menu page, what type of ramen noodle, what flavor should I buy? And somebody else was like, oh, it doesn't matter what flavor because you discard of the seasoning anyway. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and bitch, they loaded my plate up with this. Then my mother made a salad. There was some kind of toasted sesame, lime, chili, cucumber no. salad. And I was like, who the fuck would bring that to Easter? You're rude. You know that's <laughs> not going to match any other palate, like any other tastes were on this table. Girl, then we got to the ham. Not ham. How? Right. Because I'm, I'm like, this is the only, and mind you, that was the only meat they served. So the ham is on my plate, and I'm like, well, I can't eat this so salad. Far. I need some kind of nourishment of the body. So I guess I'm going to have swine today. Now, how do black people make ham? How um, how would you serve a ham? ham? I don't I don't fuck yes, with ham. Period. A honey ham. Maybe you put some pineapples on it. You glaze that bitch up. And mostly, most times or oftentimes, ham you don't you don't have to like cook for that long. It usually comes like pre cooked, and then you 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 hook Get it rid up. Of the salmonella. Heard that, Look, child. So, girl, I. This big ass chunk of ham was on my plate and I bit into it and it was ice box cold. And I looked to my mom and she was like, they serve it cold. And I said, why would they? This is large chunks of lunch meat sitting on my plate. I was so irritated. It just kept getting worse as I went around. So there were just all these different tastes. None of them match. And I just remembered like, oh, my God, this is what being black and white is. This is what it is. You have these dope-ass people in your life that can throw down. You eat to the point where your stomach hurts. You don't even feel well. You might even need to walk to the store and get an enema to help <laughs> evacuate your bowels. And then you go to white folks' Easter dinner, and you think to yourself, I might starve here. How do I? I don't can't. It tell sounds you. like balance to me. Yo, <laughs> it sounds like yang and yang. I was like, it how sounds... do I move this food on my plate to make it seem like I ate it to not be rude? But then when I kept looking over at my raggedy ass mom eating her own burnt food, I was <laughs> so I couldn't keep. I couldn't hold it together. So then, here's another update. 
I'm like, I realized my sister actually tried to get me to talk and she actually mentioned you and I don't even remember what she said, but they were talking about something and she said to me, and she brought it up later, she said to me, oh, that sounds a lot like some of the things that Shanti says, right, Antoinette? And I just stared at her. She (laughs) told me I just stared at her, that I literally checked out and said nothing and it was awkward. Everybody was just like, damn, Antoinette. Because I was stuck. I was stuck. I was having an outer body experience. So then I, I realized, like, okay, I need to talk. So I brought up Easter. And I was like, does anybody have the timeline? And so I realized that I am fucking Easter up, too. Because I said, wait a minute, Jesus rose. But why do we always watch the Ten Commandments on Easter? I thought Easter had to do with the Ten Commandments because they always show it. On TV during Easter, and I watched it every single year. Do I they? thought it was, yes, this is all every Easter they show the Ten Commandments, which could be really confusing to a kid because I grew up and y'all motherfuckers made Easter about the Easter bunny and some chocolate, chocolate and baskets and shit. I didn't know what Easter was. So now I'm putting the timeline together, and these people are telling me that Moses came way before Jesus. And I said, wow, didn't know that. So I just felt like an idiot sitting at the table. So then they start trying to break the timeline down. And I realized nobody knows what they're talking about. Because mm. they were sitting there arguing back and forth like, oh, well, no, that wouldn't make sense. Oh, my. And I said, well, we what really need the a dinosaurs? timeline. Yeah. Stop. I knew you were going to bring up the dinosaurs. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but we need... the, the there, Somebody needs to send me a timeline. I've Googled it. I cannot and find it. Will. I need a timeline of all the, the biblical events. Let's go. I also realized that I might actually be Jewish because I tend to really get along with Jewish folks. If you remember, all the Jewish people in my life, we rock with, we rock with each other pretty hard. I have been celebrating Passover. Did you know that was not our holiday? Or mine, because you're not even... Passover I, is Moses' day. That is the Jewish holiday. Yeah, because they say, passed over the houses, yo. Right, because he the put smoke. the blood... The snaky black smoke. Yes, he put the blood of the lamb on the doors when he said, okay, And Egyptians, then the Jews got out of Egypt. They were free. What you, Let Listen, what you go. have to understand is because I always watch the Ten Commandments... I just figured that was our day too. Oh, it's Passover. Happy Passover. I've been telling people happy Passover. I'm like in the Passover because that's the one thing that I really know. I'm like, oh, Moses said that every firstborn child, every firstborn son rather would die. But if you wanted that not to happen to you and you wanted to, you know, free the slaves or whatever and follow his Lord, you would put the slaughter a lamb and put the lamb's blood over the door. That I know I'm clear. I feel like Jewish people just don't fuck with Jesus, but the Christianity they do. They still no, they're, they're Abra- the original the Abrahamic, Christians. Abrahamic. Yeah, Abraham- they're the original. Abra- well, I guess not Christians, but like they, it's not that they don't From fuck Abraham. with Jesus. They just don't think that Jesus was the Son of God. Yeah, the way that right, they don't think that. But like basically, all the other shit is the same, seemingly. Yeah, but it's just but, but it started with, with like the very orthodox kind of. That, that was the other thing is that Jesus came through and was like, nah, 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 y'all, y'all got all these rules, but you're actually not living your life. Word. Flipping in, tables over. That's when he flipped the table. We getting it. Right. We putting this piece together. Right. He went to the temple, said, listen, <laughs> I know Stop. what y'all really doing here and flip the tables over. Right. So here we are. I learned something else. Um, lastly, um, for girls weekend, we were at the gun range and Girl. I wept. 
I shot the gun and I will talk. I think we should talk about this another time, but I don't know what came over me. I was ants in the pants the whole time we were there. But I shot that gun what and What does ants in the pants mean? You I was nervous. To do it? I had oh. No, I had anxiety. I didn't want to feel what that felt like. And by the last bullet, there were tears coming down my eyes. I had sunglasses on and they had to walk me out. And I just went outside Did and you sat sh- down. You shot all six? I shot all six. Yeah. I f- similarly, it's an intense experience. I didn't finish all six. I stopped at five. I was like, good. I felt this. I know what this feels like. Oh, Don't okay. really like it. And it's like, all right, I'm good. It's yeah. intense. The sound, yeah. the kickback. And those those empty shells kept hitting, like they would land on my chest and roll down my shirt. And I was like, see, why? Child. Anyway. Yeah, we're not here for the guns. But shout out to Easter and shout out to ramen Abraham. noodle salads. Passover. Oh, Passover. Yes. Big and shout Ramadan. out to Passover because I like that holiday a lot. Um <laughs> Because Moses serious. was lit. That Mo- that movie, even Beyonce referenced that motherfucker. That child. movie is banging. If Beyonce referenced you in one of her films, you know it was lit. Joel she only copycats the greatest. Heston, incredible. Don't play with me. That movie is. You couldn't even kill him, and then he falls with the knife and he throws the sword down. He's just like. Dun, dun, dun. He's God. That had little kids in a chokehold. Little ass God. black kids in a choke. Everybody was in a chokehold from that. That's like a four hour movie, too. We it is four there. hours. It's three hours and 40 minutes. And with commercials, it's a little over four hours. And guess who there. has it rented because I missed it on Easter? Me. And I'm well, going to watch it at kids. some point this weekend. Oh. But to our all, to all of our new listeners, our updates are not usually that long, but I had to get that story out. Welcome, welcome. And we have, we've been saying this. Every single podcast, but we are happy to announce that we will be at the Roots Picnic in Philadelphia on the live podcast stage June 4th. Um, So please come out and check us out there. Also, if you're new here, please feel free to go back, listen to old episodes. I highly suggest the, I listened to it randomly today, the best of Around the Way Curls, the best of ATWC that we did in like October is hilarious. We actually recorded on my birthday, um, but welcome. And to those who have been here, please rate, subscribe, share, do all the good things. Um, we're seeing our numbers grow, go up. We're seeing everything growing and it's very excited. So if you could please leave us that review, it would be super helpful. We will be more visible on Apple and Spotify. And Spotify now, you can rev- um, leave a review and rate the podcast. So, yeah, do that. Boop, 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 boop. All right, pop culture. Oh, no, not pop culture, hot shit. Kendrick Lamar is coming. And Yay! I'm very excited about it. <laughs> very excited. His upcoming album will be released May 13th. Um, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, which it's giving like whatever, whatever he gave at the Super Bowl with like all those people around him. It's giving like big community kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited to hear the sound. He's been quiet for far too long, but he also is a daddy now. So I'm excited to see how that that affects him and his music. But we love Kendrick Lamar. But he also, this is his final TDE album. 
Um, he said, may the most high continue to use top dog as a vessel for candid creators. As I continue to pursue my life's calling, there is beauty in completion and always faith in the unknown. And I was like, Oh, it's a goddamn bar. Well, he may not, right? It may not be his last album just with top dog. No, it's, it's just with top dog entertainment. This is Word. his last album. I, so, you know, I love Kendrick, so I am excited. Yes. That's my so, boy. Now, um, I have a recommendation for everybody to go out this weekend. When you have about four hours of free time, take your pretty ass to the movies and go see everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once. It is a cinematic masterpiece. It is everything you want from a movie. It's action, drama, comedy, ex- existential pondering, Answers are given, questions remain open, and you just leave feeling full and like a better person and capable of amazing things. It it it's beautiful. Michelle Yao Yo, I don't know how to say her name. Michelle Yo, she is she she's my new like it girl. She's the it girl. Who is it? She's the actress she, or a director? She's the actress in it. You'll know her from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. She's like oh the God. bad I didn't Asian bitch that was doing all of the martial arts like from way, way back in the day. Her story and her legacy is just incredible. And she's about like 59 or something doing all her own stunts just in oh, her like wow. late 50s. She's amazing. And the movie's amazing. And I think that everybody, I implore you to go see it so we can talk about it because it's it's opened up so much for me, um, some of which I'll discuss on this episode. Another, just an Instagram handle that everybody should go take a gander at is Flying Famous Black Girls. It's nothing but an Instagram feed of black women in the 90s. And they're just far superior. The 2000s are not giving what 90s black women are giving. And we are just pitiful for it. What is 90s black women? We talking about... Nia Long, we're talking about Aaliyah, we're talking who? Stacey Dash before she I died. mean, there's you you see a lot of people that are still out. You, you're seeing Janet, you're seeing Regina Hall, you're seeing... Just the way they present. Just right? the way they present. They were just cool. Yeah. They were cute. They were just, they were, I don't know, they just had more life or something about them. Just more blood in their face or some shit they didn't look all <laughs> hollowed out and stiff and they well, just felt more the in their bodies now yeah exactly like i they, think it has to do with the fact that they probably weren't on social media so they were just existing they were just existing but they were bad and oh. it's i it's my favorite kind of uh, photography it's like a lot of candid shots uh-huh. i just love it everybody go take a look at it it's what's her name there's a shot of tracy ellis ross where you were just like Oh, oh when, when her but when it yeah. showed like her silhouette, oh yeah, she just I know and you're just like wow, <laughs> these women were out here just living. Shout out to them and their in their youth, but um, follow that handle and get your life. Think it. Um, speaking of women who were out living, have you? I know you were sick, so have you seen any of these clips of Viola Davis? Uh, I we have. love Viola Davis. <laughs> First, let's let's preface. 
Viola follows us on IGs. Viola shows us, yeah, she shows us love or her man, whoever manages her account. You know, she ain't following us. We ain't putting this in the goddamn feed then. Uh, No, you can't leave this off the stories. We never discussed it. Okay. But Viola, first of all, I was really looking forward to seeing her portrayal of Michelle Obama. But Viola has pinpointed something in Michelle Obama. That none of us really saw. Or Nobody really needed. needed it. We didn't Who need needed it. We didn't need her to point out that Michelle Obama sometimes perks up her lips. And it's sometimes. The way Viola gave us them lips, the way those memes came Viola out. Viola saw that, mo- that meme of Michelle rocking it yes. that music and was like, that's it. That's it. What is wrong with girl? And then she but she was committed and nobody told her. And then there's that clip. She was like, you know what you think? You know what they think you are? A nigga. That's what they think. And I, I wasn't mad like, at that. But girl, I was just it was like, it just felt like a lot. I'm I'm gonna try to watch it, but I don't know if I can. It you know that meme where the person's bent over outside of like a uh, a fast food restaurant. They're one of the workers, and they're just exhausted. That's how her lips probably just look. Uh, Shut up! Shut up! Exhausted. <laughs> Ran a fucking marathon. Viola don't play. And she who? said, "If I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get the essence, and the essence is in the goddamn <laughs> mouth why? of Michelle Obama." No, that's a caricature. That's not. That's not even an, a portrayal. Viola's she tired. She said, "You know she what? She playing with us, and I love Viola. She's I really like, do. I don't really fuck with the Obamas She's on the low. Y'all gonna actress. find out." But sometimes you go too goddamn far. <laughs> and we didn't see that in Michelle. Why did she think? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, the universe is fucking with ASAP Rocky. The universe is fucking with Rihanna. Both of them. Shit. That ASAP, precious child. Well, ASAP got arrested today. <laughs> Why would I laugh? I'm high. Sorry. ASAP <laughs> got arrested today at... The Los Angeles airport, apparently, for some old in connection with something else. I don't Into know. Into that set with an old shooting. It's old. The shooting is old. <laughs> I know. Like, you old. Can't Why you bring up old shit? We you can't that. be arresting niggas on some old ass <laughs> like, shootings. Oh, some old ass fucking my, my lady threatening fucking niggas lives in the past. Like, <laughs> Right. Relax. Be easy. I got, a, I got a kid coming. Doing too much. Anyway, they arrested him. And then some awful human who is... who. Ugh, who does this? Spread a rumor. And why did it catch fire? That's another important question. Spread a rumor about ASAP cheating on Rihanna with someone that Rihanna works for. And it's just like... Works for? Who excuse the me, fuck works does with? Rihanna for? for? <laughs> First of all, I want to know who that person is that she she's works She's still working for. for that label, sadly. That's why she don't want to put this shit. Or maybe she's not. Maybe that's why she's not putting it out. Because she was giving us albums every three or four months she at said, a time I'm trying me. to get out that I contract. I don't have that. I don't have the album. <laughs> but anyway, works with. And I just... I just, I don't care to really discuss Rihanna and ASAP as much. But I'm more so interested in like, why? What is wrong with us? Why do humans like chaos? And the way this story just just started spreading like wildfire. And then this human, this man, came out and was like, oh, I want to apologize for saying that it wasn't true. Like He, he said he heard it from somebody else. But even if you heard it from somebody else, what the fuck makes you think you need it? Like, if I heard some Hush. shit, I wouldn't go online. And, and we have to remember that there is a pregnant woman who is... That's got to be a lot. Like, 
could stop. Everybody needs to stop. But why why isn't just seeing their joy enough? What's wrong with us? I'm really asking. We're not well, and that's not as interesting. And we we want we we want the drama. It we was so the... interesting. It was so interesting when she dropped those wedding pictures. She's been so and she's been giving us enough intrigue and drama and salaciousness with just just her being just just walk into the room. I just I don't know. I'm really hoping that people are that people question that. And like if you did spread it and you didn't know, like I saw people I saw people who I personally know posting that like on their stories or when they're like. Why are you? Po- what do you get from that? You're not fucking the shade room. Who? That's their business model. You don't even know these two people, and you just can't wait to post that. Oh, I, I, I for, for real rap though. Prayers and arms around Rihanna because that's scary. Even with her power, even with her influence, even with her money, there's that's terrifying and frustrating yes. and scary as fuck. Um, to be in such a vulnerable place and to about to be giving birth and have your your partner, somebody that you love, not potentially be there for the birth of your child. That's, that's, that's the shit. And, and this case, listen, I don't know nothing about nothing about nothing. Threatening somebody's life. I shot a gun this weekend. It's no joke. If you're Mm -hmm. doing that with intent to kill, there should be some kind of, consequence but that case sounds weird to me you said a graze by him or like what's the, the case, case that asap rocky shot at the person and that it great girl what were we talking about we are high oh no i <laughs> knew what, you were we talk- talking i didn't about? know i just knew it had something to do with the shooting i didn't know no, they said that asap rocky something. like walked up on some guy and shot at him and a gun and the bullet grazed him which like it's like, but did it kill you though? Did it did it penetrate <laughs> no, <that's> you? <laughs> no. Did it kill uh, but, you though? Can she can can Rihanna have it let him out? That's not, um, no, that's terrible. Yeah, no. Another news, something that was terrible, but you know, I I think I it, it's I, I can't say it's come full circle, but I really love how this um the response mm. Isaiah Rashad that was the uh rapper who's next second I was just just <laughs> you... enamored by just it was it was, <laughs> it's so funny a lot of y'all in response to that were like that wasn't even that crazy like that that was nothing and I was really? like really here go these BPW bitches I'm telling thinking, you this was like that shit was not even that good and it might not have been that good but it was the fact that it was Isaiah Rashad it's it's a man it's like imagine you found Kendrick Lamar is sucking a man's dick and look enjoying it and just like or, doing a good or job or Jonathan Majors or cause. Jonathan oh I oh, know he go you know I would kind of be turned out uh, maybe I would be turned <laughs> if I saw him and he was enjoying it and doing yeah. a great job I would say whoa Nelly this whoa, life Nelly. is fantastic the possibilities you know. endless Equip. He has all the tools. To anyway, make <laughs> not to be such, but girl, that is an image that is always in my mind, rent free now, <laughs> when I need it. And what? And that's interesting for me. I'm gonna go back for that. That's something that's like, oh. Anyway, that. 
Isaiah Rashad was outed by this video on which she was performing fellatio on an unknown participant consensually. And it was shared everywhere and everybody was just like shocked. But then also it was like a slow clap for mm-hmm. him like everybody was shocked and then everybody was like yo that shit don't matter like we still fuck with you he's still an amazing rapper like even hard ass rappers who we assume would be like oh that shit gay like get the fuck out we're like nah that nigga's still hard like he's still an incredible artist i don't got nothing to do with nothing so he's basically times changing that makes times so are happy. changing and mm-hmm. and he is he he was at coachella and you could hear him getting choked up on stage where he was just basically like, yo, I was at my low. Like I was ready said, to you tap out. Saved me. Yeah. But you saved me. And he's a really sensitive, vulnerable cat because he's had like mental health, suicidal mm. issues in the past. So like I was so scared and sad when this came out. But um it seems like, you know community uplifted it seems like the community him. up uplifted him and uh i'm again i just can't wait for hard ass rap niggas to be like yo i fucked your bitch and your dude i suck dick better than <laughs> listen <laughs> your Tyler mama do like <laughs> Tyler, the creator is there with it i love it and and i that's i love tyler the creator and i love look first of all frank ocean like these niggas that from have have paved the way Mm-hmm. And have completely flipped the narrative and like what we are assuming, you know, R and B or like hard, crazy rap niggas are supposed to be. And it's 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 beautiful and magical. So shout out to that. I loved I loved it. <laughs> loved it. Um, in other news, I um <laughs> looked at this. Because you know that I've always said if I ever get married, I'm gonna have a po- a potluck. <laughs> it's Cute. gonna be like a potluck barbecue. California couple only spends five hundred dollars on a wedding. Guests pay for their own meal and drinks at the reception. They had the wedding on the freeway. Her dress was forty nine dollars on the freeway. On the freeway. What does that in mean? Cali in Cali on, on like a hill. Okay. So it's they just literally were like pull over. Everybody pull up. There was there's like a little divot in one of these cliffs, and they got married there. I and and the and they interviewed the bride, and the bride was just saying she was reiterating, I'm not about to spend a whole bunch of money on one day. The people that really wanted to be there knew what time it was. She literally right. said knew what time it was, and we're basically with the shits. I see nothing wrong with this. Girl, the way I would buy for my own dinner and drink at your wedding, I would buy three other people some dinners and drinks Thank at your you. wedding. Who gives a fuck? Because you're supposed to pay for your own plate at your at somebody's wedding anyway. You're supposed to you give are? them that money. What? Oh. As a gift. Never knew That's that. why they have those little envelopes. You be going to people's weddings and not paying for your plate. <laughs> no, not I don't I have a cat I didn't know that was the thing but like I, yeah, I didn't know I mean, that that was what you're supposed to how are right. you supposed to know what the it costs bitch you gotta cost. guess first of all this is a PSA if you're invited to somebody's <laughs> wedding and they have a sit down dinner and it's not like a hippy dippy wedding like the one that I'm talking about you need to come with a card and in that card you need to guesstimate how much it costs for them to have you at their wedding oh wow 
And you're supposed Don't to give them that or way. more as a gift. <laughs> Never knew it. I thought you just give a gift, like a gift, the money. I know you give a money gift to the to the couple, but I didn't yeah, know but it, it was ha- in, supposed to, to estimate. Ha- the, it's the plate. It, yes, you do, but it's supposed to equate to at least your meal. Word. Don't come up, pull up to people's weddings with twenty dollars. <laughs> like, stop I paying. would never do that. Hi, here is gas. Money. But I said, if somebody pulled up with twenty dollars in my wedding, I'd be grateful as well, and I would take it. But I'm just. What, what? do you think about this? <laughs> what, what would you think about this? Like, do no, you, I, I you feel it depends on, especially if they're. It depends on the people, right? Like, if it's a young couple, if they're just getting their shit together, they're just coming up. That's you know. That's their mo. I I support it. I'd be like, yeah, we pulling up. It takes the pressure off me too. Like, let me just get a cheap dress. I don't have to look all fancy and whatnot. Yeah, let me buy a little dinner. No, it's she's still not a fancy. Expensive. I don't know how she did it, but listen, we're cheap. So I, <laughs> I also would probably just not have, have the a wedding. wedding. If right, like I just like have a party, much. but a party would probably cost more money than that as well. Exactly, that's why this so, was brilliant. When you throw your own house party, it costs mad money. Yeah, how much money you think Jazz spent this weekend? Yeah, all that food and everything else, a lot. Mm-mm. Y'all bet we gonna go out to eat. We gonna go out to eat, and everybody gets a bill. Just y'all, y'all just can't hear. Here I'm married. Days later, <laughs> I like, already you, know. You know. <laughs> I better at least come to the courthouse. I will be so mad. And Amanda will kill you. You saw how she was with Kayla. She was like, I'm in the wedding and I'm planning it. Kayla was like, but you're not. (laughs) Anyway, I have one last thing. And this made me feel like such a loser. But fuck boys and fuck girls. I guess you got to define what winning is, but they be feeling like they winning. So I found out that that little girl. they be winning. Yeah. <laughs> that little girl, catch, catch Me Outside. Girl, she's a the star. The little white Stop girl that with me. The scene like she was Puerto Rican. <laughs> she just bought a $6.1 million home with cash. cash. <laughs> yeah. Is she making wise choices though? That might be all she has. Why does she have $6.1 million? What did she do to get that? That's not even my point. Like, wait, I work so hard every day. I have my work computer open right now. I'm waiting for a ping. Like, I'm Girl. still working. What is It is 10 o'clock. I don't have $6.1 million. Why are you winning? And then the Takashi boy with the rainbow hair. Obsessed with him. Obsessed that with annoys him. me. You better not be obsessed. What is in a good his deal? Way. Like, is <laughs> he gonna a, die soon? He's so strange. Is he I have a soul? He, it's not even funny, Shanti, because he's out here talking about. You know that he rolled on on these gangs and these gang yeah. members with the feds. Yeah, and they and so he's just out here like they ain't gonna do nothing to me. Ain't nobody pull up on me yet. Is and it's happy? like, oh no, it's gonna be so sad when you die. Because he's just so cocky. He's such a carrot. But there's something about him, too. But he was on. That's not even my point. He was on there just with all. Oh, I hit the mic. With all this money and multiple cars and this and that. And I'm like, how are y'all getting this? Like, (laughs) is it me? How are people (laughs) making this much money who are losers? They're not even like quality. It's not quality entertainment. It's not quality anything. It's whack. Well, five hours ago, TMZ just confirmed that Takashi Six Nice was in fact flexing with fake cash in recent videos. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I love it here. That makes me feel a little better. But should it? That's fucked up. But I'm just saying, I also see this Tokyo Tony. I believe that Who she is Black China's. People? Exactly. I believe she's Black China's mother. And they <laughs> suing the Kardashians. Oh, I know. I know. So, I don't know what's going on. I, I really don't. But these people, why are they even famous? What is going on? Well, you know what it lets you know, Antoinette? There's the a fuck, lot We of... gotta be fuck boys and fuck girls. No, We're it, one raggedy clip away from making it, Shanti. Let's go. Well, and also that there's a lot of money out here. There's a lot of money out here. But the top, top people, they just hoarding it. I'm telling well, you, we need a sex tape. Give so us a much, sex tape. Yeah, they're, they're really hoarding it. You but know there's what? money to be made, queen. Give us a sex tape, Shanti, with you sucking dick. No, nobody wants <laughs> that. We're gonna. You got the DSLs now. I'll just Ooh, be. <laughs> don't disrespect me or whatever. Like you know what? I just, I just, you know, they say that money doesn't make you happy. It does. I just, I just want to <laughs> learn that from myself. Right. I just want to. I, I want to have that spiritual journey. Like <laughs> money gives you access to no. do fun shit that might could make me happy. It might just y'all. I, I, I want to have my own, you know, what is it? Bodhisattva journey. What's his name? What the Bodhis- fuck? What's his name? Bodhisattva. What's the name? I don't know who that the is. The book we had to read in schools about the journey of Buddha. Oh, Aww. I don't know that, honey. Yes, you do, Internet. No, we did an I episode don't. on it. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah. Well, anyway, all I know is being born to two poor, like, people... <laughs> I was about to say something fucked up, but I'm and I thought about it, but I am gonna say it. To be biracial and be married to a poor white <laughs> is so yeah, rude. poor white mo- poor white moms. It's <laughs> like, how dare you? Of all the whites that I could have gotten, you gave me this one. <laughs> Stop playing yo. A shame. Jay and Judy, when there's Beyonce and Jay. Good man. Enough. When there's Rihanna and ASAP. No, that's terrible. I love my parents. I couldn't have asked for better ones. Mm. But they could have had All a little I'm more money. All I'm saying is I want to have that spiritual journey of finding out money doesn't make me happy on my own. I need to have that arc. <laughs> I don't want to just believe it. I want to feel it. Experience right. it. Right. Shit. Otherwise, it's just words. Uh, and other news. Oh, God. I'm going to try to do politics as usual. Florida is hell. Florida is hell. Florida is hell. That's basically it. Florida has banned more than 50 math textbooks. Mostly. Not the math. Mostly K through third grade. Child. And citing critical critical race theory as the cause. Saying that these these math books were woke. They were woke and it was woke arithmetic. They're just saying how white people made disproportionately more money than black kids. Probably. Like, doing that. like <laughs> well, the, the craziest part is that we don't even know. I watched Fox News on this a little bit, and they didn't cite any sources either. And they just kept doing their dog whistles of, I'm so happy Governor DeSantis is protecting our children and getting these woke theories out of schools and our children. And I was just like, well, why did you ban these books? So then in further research... Florida did not name the textbooks banned or provide example passages for the, why they were banned. But 
They described the review process as transparent. Like, what? <laughs> Nobody knows why. And they're just like... This is really scary. First, they they banned the terrifying. books. Don't they got this? Ain't this in some fucking history books and shit? First, they banned the books. Yes. Isn't that like... Yes. Isn't like a thing that they reread and, and they're not even shit? banning, like... They're not even banning novels. They're not banning history. They're not banning... They are banning math now. Arithmetic. I think they were talking about the disproportion of wealth between <laughs> blacks and white. Hakeem's family. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. Oh, God. Also, Florida judge strikes down tra- um, travel mask mandate. These and white- you just- <laughs> First of all, <laughs> we need to be wearing masks on the plane all the time because that air is so disgusting. Yes. Yes. So people, they were showing, so one, my ass, on NPR, on Instagram, they showed a clip of all of these people basically learning that the mask mound, in the air, learning that the mask mandate has been lifted. And so they're, they're white, cheering. Like white women taking, taking off, off their, their bras masks. and burning they're, it and shit. Yeah, they just having a good old time celebration on this plane. Well. Who you see in the middle of the aisle? Baby. This Girl. black human was like, get me off this plane but i wrote in the comments this is hell and when i tell you all day my instagram was flooded with responses to that from these walmart whites cussing me out calling me all kinds of pig all kinds of like going in on me you don't know anything you stupid bitch like going in i hope you die from covid since you're so afraid of it shout out all to your engagement queen all because I said on the thing that this was hell, child. That's how you know these people are nuts. No, but you, did you see the, the one with the had. black guy, the black um, steward? What are they called? Uh, flight attendant raving his mask and everything too. I said, "Wow, shame. What's wrong shame. with you?" Shame. <clears throat> mm. Well, anyway, good luck to all of us traveling. And the last thing that Florida's hell for is that Governor DeSantis got his little feelings hurt. Because Disney spoke out about his don't say gay bill. And now Governor DeSantis is moving to end the self-governance that Disney has. So back in the day, Disney bought that land in Florida when it was like still swamp and bullshit. But it's a self-governing land. So like they have their own electricity, their own. Like it's literally Disney World. It's its own thing. It has its like it doesn't technically have to abide by the law. <laughs> Why do they don't have this to. for black people? Why do they kill every black community that tries to do the same damn thing? I'm <laughs> exactly. so mad by that. They have to abide by federal law, but I think like they have the state law. It's their, they, they're its own sovereign part of the state, which is absolutely insane. But also he's picking this fight because he's mad that, the folks at Disney said, spoke out about this bill, said that it was wrong, and then went on to say that they were going to work to overturn it. I just want to say that Disney um, is the single like largest one location employer for Florida. Um, it gives the Republican Party millions of dollars. Ooh, it Disney. helps fund that Republican part, both Republican parties and the Democratic Party. It would be a disaster for Florida to go to war with Disney. Disney is 
it, this sounds crazy, but they are wildly powerful. And if Disney wanted to punish Florida, it could. But also, this is so stupid because he's literally picking this fight just because Disney spoke out. And Disney spoke out, I think, because they probably felt like they had to. But keep in mind, Disney is still funneling money within, into the Republican Party. So... Obviously, they're still beneficial to you and they're still in support of said Republican Party. So just leave it alone. They just are. This is just Disney's fan base was pissed off. Disney's fan base were the ones. Yes, but they're still funneling the money. So it doesn't make sense for DeSantis to go after them. Oh, and he and this is all ego because he literally said Disney is a guest in Florida. This will remind them. Like what are Disney's you doing? like, I built this shit. I'm King Kong. And it's <laughs> no, it is. It, Disney is responsible for like the airport turning into that airport. Like it was this little jet airport before. It was a swamp land. Put some respect when on Walt Disney's Dis- Dis- When Walt name. Disney went over there. Not that I'm saying. I, I also think we should go back and talk about the fact that Disney is a, is its own like Disney out here politicking. Disney like is a mob. Sh- it's basically a mob organization. No, it is. It's it's more powerful than 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 I'm even comfortable with, or even can wrap my head around. But that's that's for me to research a little more. Um, I'm gonna skip this the- next one, but just know that Joe Biden is working on y'all school loans, and the midterms is a uh, is coming up in like five or seven months, I think. But just remember, he just he just got I think thirty. 30 million, I don't remember, 30 something people more school loan. I'm struggling. You see, girl, what did you just say? 30 (laughs) or 30 million? (laughs) 30 million. I think 30 million dollars worth of school loans forgiven. Yeah. So it's not all school loan wiped out, like you said, but uh, he's working. You know, I think it gets real tricky. Uh, when you get in there and you like, oh, if we if we did get rid of all the school loan, what would happen now? <laughs> so we'll see. We do we we rambled a bit, but we do have two voicemails. Should I play them or do you want me to save them? Because we Let's actually play. have five. We what? We actually have five voicemails, so I put two oh, in for the today. People wanna talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let me all find right, I'll out. play this one. When I had a hustler, who this? Hi, who Santi. This? Hi, Infinite. I just want to thank you guys for last week's episode of um, Ask Eating May Kill You or something like that. Um, listening to you guys reminded me that um, the human experience is a shared experience. And Santi, when you mentioned that you are, you were feeling some ugly feelings about yourself. I felt seen in that moment because last week I was experiencing many of those same feelings. Um, and Sonette, the way that you speak to Shanti when you call her queen um, reminded me that I needed to see my best friends and that I needed to feel their energy. Uh, listening to you guys just um, reminds me that there is healing and friendship and in sisterhood and that we are not meant to do this life alone. You guys, are my friends in my head, (laughs) my big sisters, my cousins. Um, I just, I thank you guys for uh, the platform that you have created and the fact that we get to share and listen 
to all of the crazy, raunchy, healing, funny, goofy, uplifting um, messages that you give us. Thank you so much, Queens. You healed me last week. I'm a better version of myself today because of you guys. Thank you. When? Uh, hallelujah. <laughs> That's the sweetest that is the sweetest message. First of all, I ain't listen to him. But that's the sweetest message ever. Also, really well spoken. She didn't say um once. And I can't believe that Ask Eat May Kill You got all that. Get all that. Like, girl. It was the fucking title for me. <laughs> I think that's what people were like, what? <laughs> well, you got to, it's provocative. You got to get the people going. Anyway, thank you so much for that message. I'll play one more. See what this is. Hey, what's up, ladies? Uh, This is Christine from Chicago. This is actually my second time calling. And I'm listening to the most recent podcast show, and y'all are talking about the Bible. I had to pause and call because you guys are (laughs) off the chain. I had to think about it, too. Like, oh, did Goliath have one eye? Was he a cyclops? Like, (laughs) yeah, y'all had me thinking. But um, I think that's one of the great things about you guys, this show. um, We never, I never know what's going to happen, but I always have a good time. Um, I appreciate the duality of both of you in, you know, when you guys have conversations and have varying uh, views and, you know, sometimes Shanti's um, perspectives are off the wall, but, you know, they make sense and, you know, they have you thinking and, you know, um, sometimes Antoinette's uh, perspective, I sometimes think I'm leaning towards Antoinette's perspective, but Shanti, you know, she makes some points at times and I'm like, oh, I never thought about, you know, about it this way. So it's it's really refreshing to to listen to you ladies every week um just keep doing what you're doing we love you we love your show and congratulations on the roots picnic can't wait to see y'all cheers amen, i forgot amen. you said that what i forgot you said that was was <laughs> goliath the cyclops Nigga had one eye or he shot him and he lost the eye or he had to get him in the one eye, which was the third eye. I think he had to get him in the one eye. But also, thank you so much for that message, Christine, <coughs> from Chicago. Oh, my cat is begging Chi-town. me. I um, really appreciate those messages. Wow. Thank y'all so much. That's dope. Well, um, I think that I... I would love to hear from more people, especially since we have new listeners. So please, if you are inclined, please give us a call at 215-948-2780. That's 215-948-2780. And we want to shout out all of the new patrons. If you are not aware, you can watch these episodes on our lovely Patreon channel. We have subscriptions for as little as $5 a month. Um, so please join us there. And new patrons include Lillian A., Leah, Shernita H., Soja, Conbray, Jazz, Jessica M., Brianna M., 
Oh, and I wrote Soja twice. Sorry. <laughs> but shout out to y'all. Thank you so much yes. for joining us there and supporting for us. supporting us. Mm-hmm. So let's take a break, Sheila, and come back with the topic. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. So over the Easter weekend... Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, Black Excellence, our social media mavens, celebrated with their family and shared it with all of us minions online. And in their sharing, they portrayed their eldest children. I don't know the son's name. That's a shame. I should know his name. But their eldest children were all coupled up with their significant others. So the eldest son and their daughter, Zaya Wade, with her assumed boyfriend, were all in these pictures. And I think on Zaya Wade's own personal account, or I think it might have been the Gabrielle or, or Dwayne Wade, one of which they shared a photo of Zaya Wade kissing her boyfriend, at the event. And Zia Wade is 14 years old. And of course, there's been all this controversy over her being transgender, da 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 da. But the social media erupted with concern and judgment, condemnation about the behavior of Zia and the allowance of her parents mm-hmm. in. Having her kiss her partner in front of in their presence and then sharing it online. And as a parent, my visceral response was, Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Like, I wish I would have like an Easter function and JoJo invites her friend and they start kissing in front of me. I would feel viscerally uncomfortable and I was feeling rather 
righteous in my response or stuck in my response. But I, I sat with it for a while and I went back to the theme of this movie again. And there's a theme about generational, uh, yeah, I guess for lack of a better word, generational curses on how, especially with parents, you know, our fears or our need to control our kids results in breaking them in, in particular ways. We break something in them in, in the ways that we you know, to our parents' defense, we want to protect them or make them better. And I was sitting with my own response to being like, why wouldn't Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle, like, stop that shit? Why wouldn't they, like, uh, don't do that? Especially that respect, appropriateness, uh, whatever. Um, I, I'm still not in a space where I can honestly say, oh, yeah, that would have been that that I, I would be comfortable with it. But it definitely did crack open a part of me that. And made me see again, I had to have I had many moments this weekend where there's there's the energy that I have towards my daughter. Is like this. I want mm. I want. I want to, it's closed fist. It's not open. A lot, there's a lot of forcing. There's a not, a lot, a lot of, not a lot of flowing. Mm. And when you watch this movie and you see it, the consequence of that is just, it's just, it, it can be monumental. And so I wanted to kind of tap into this idea of breaking people in particular ways there's there's of course there's the parent and child dynamic in which you can break something in 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 your relationship or you you want the kid to surrender something or be something else but it's often and when I was thinking about it more I was like oh Antoinette may not be able to relate to this but in reality this is something that happens in all relationships there's there's always this possibility of like oh I want to snuff this out in this person in the name of my protection, their protection, whatever your reasoning for, whatever whatever makes you feel like you have a right to like have this closed fist with them. And so I want to unpack that a little bit. But first, I want to get what what is your response to a 14-year-old child at an event kissing their partner in front of you as a parent or as an aunt or family member, friend, what is your response? And where does it come on, from? I think it depends on the child. I I was not kissing anybody at 14 in front of my parents ever. But um, I'm also not Zaya. I'm also not someone who... Their very existence... I think that Zaya doing that is like an act of resistance... And Zaya doing that is um, also something that her parents would probably be more inclined to um, to accept because they're working so actively to accept her, right? 
I also think that um, I looked it up and I see there's more than one picture and it looks like she pulled away right away. The still that they're showing looks like they were holding a, a pet kiss for a long period of time. She wasn't tonguing anybody down or anything like that, right? Um, but the stills look like it was like, and she she did it for a picture. I don't think that would bother me as much, especially if if it's Zaya. If I know that, you know, she has fought and struggled with being able to do this. I think it might be a little different, which is fucked up, if it was just a regular schmegular kid. Being who needs to express and be their whole ass selves as well. I know. I know. I'm saying what I think with people. I I know that growing up, for me personally, again, I don't have kids, but I wasn't allowed to be a sexual being um, in front of my parents or to be expressive in that way. Um, Shockingly, my dad was actually more open to it. I think because he wanted to know what was going on with me because he wanted to be able to fuck somebody up if necessary. But my mom had a lot more shame. Um, and it was just a lot more like, don't like, that's a hoe. That's this. You don't, she never used the word fast, but she would be like, oh, that's gross. Or, you know, those kinds of things. It was less about you going to respect me. It was more about, um, and no respect. It was like, know a child's place it was more about don't be a hoe shame it was more that so I I don't think it was always out of protection because I wasn't I don't think it grew from that place because I, it wasn't explained to me of why it was it was I, I felt like it was more about you better not be doing this out in the fucking street and embarrassing me isn't that respect my, I guess, but it was, it wasn't like you have to respect me because I'm your parent. It was more like, you're not going to look like a hoe. It was a, that was a more attached to that. In my opinion. But I think, I think the, what you said, and again, shout out to trans folks, because I think we said this before, the more, the marginalized of the marginalized often are the canary in the mind that lets you know like shit is not right. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, there's all of this space or this, the expectations of how one should exist or how one should be are lifted from Zaya. But if it were another, you know, uh, you know, uh, cisgendered, child it would be Mm -hmm. less of uh, you know the the expectations are different but there's a cost that's the thing that there's a cost to these expectations and I I see them in myself I think when I think about the expectations and I you know I largely did not have parents my parents were not like your parents in that they were like where you at who you with you know, call me when you get there. I was out here running these streets of Philadelphia doing lots of hood rat things. But still, there was an expectation 
of me, especially a, a, that they still have of me that I feel mm. is a tight, tight grip that wants to, that wants to, if I'm not aware, excuse me for spinning all over the place. If I'm not aware, I surrender something of myself to them in our relationship. Often every time we react, we interact and that they have these expectations of me um, to, yeah, I think to just give a certain amount of time to them to, of course, agree with all of their ideas that they have. And I think for the first time, I mean, I felt it energetically. It's always existed. But I think now I'm really thinking about the consequence of of that and like what happens when you let go what happens what's what what is the there there's something amazing and I'm I love I love I don't quite understand it yet but I love that Dwayne and Gabrielle made this decision maybe they didn't even know what the was that Zaya's page that she posted that or was I it don't on? see it on Zaya's either maybe they didn't even know but if they even did post this this letting go, especially in the areas where you feel the most fear, like if you just let go, what happens? And that also terrifies me because I don't know, like I don't know what the tipping point of that is. And how do you know what the tipping point is of like, all right, I'm going to let this go. I'm, gonna, I'm really scared for my daughter to be taken advantage of or to be physically harmed out on these streets because that's a real reality but also I'm not going to suppress or deny or shame her or even try to put a, 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 a age where her sexuality can be is appropriate for it to be made manifest how do you do that how do you even like who says a 10 year old I don't know. I don't have, I don't. I think it comes <gasps> with a lot of conversation. A lot. I don't think Gabrielle Union or Dwayne Wade just let go. I think there's a trust that after many conversations. They're letting go. Yeah. It's like that. They're, it's a gradual thing too of like, okay, you've, I know that the, the more I could show that I was responsible or that I was um, emotionally mature, um, had integrity about me, and had respect for both myself and my family name, my parents, that the more um, the more rope I got. I think my parents, my dad especially, did a really good job of loosening that grip he had it around my fucking throat for a long time and then at some point he kind of realized like oh she's a young woman and it started to loosen 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 but there were tests along the way and I and I don't know if, if testing the child is right again I don't have a kid I'm surely going to do shit like that but I think that that's the foundation of Gabrielle and, and Dwayne's relationship with their daughter and with their kids. 
And the when whenever you hear her talk about it, and of course I love The View, but she was just recently on The View talking about it and how much goes into like preparation. But what if the kid isn't doesn't prove to be responsible? Well, then you can't loosen the grip just yet. But then, but what is the consequence of that? If the tightening isn't helping, right? If the tightening isn't helping, then then it's more conversation. I think then it's more conversation. It's more hand holding. It might not be that you have your, your your arms wrapped around the kids so tight that they can't function, but it, you have to, the kid's not ready. The kid's not emotionally where they need to be. Again, I don't have a kid, but also I think sometimes the fucking tightening has to happen too. Cause sometimes you have to know the kid. There are some kids that the way that they learn is almost by like self-sabotage and like their own demise and with that, it's like you got to grip them up to save them from themselves at some point until they're at a place where like something happens where it clicks maybe. I don't know. But these are kids, you know, as they get older, as age has something to do with it as well. Like your daughter, how old is Joe? 11. About 11. You're, I don't think that your, your grip has to be any more loose than what it is. My, I, that's not my, that's not my uh, worry point with Joe. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I would be, I would be shocked, chopped. I would be shocked if, I don't know how I'll respond to that. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. Um, but I think that there are different expectations. And again, I, I think it, it would be uh, really short sighted to think that it's only between a parent and a child that there's this mm. that there's this expectation where there's this um source of tightness in your it's it's in all of your relationships i think it exists in all relationships um and there's there's again there's a there's a consequence to it and it requires like an awareness and a and a letting go you said that your parents that you're de- you're thankful rather of the areas where you felt like your parents held on tight. What areas do you feel like they broke you though? There's one thing to like I'm gonna have you do this one thing. Are there other areas where you felt like oh that that broke something in me that I'm still that I re- that I'm you know you're recovering from. I think. Um, the area that comes to mind, it doesn't, I will say all the rules that they put in place, all of the discipline, I, I don't have any regrets over it in all honesty. The, I, I will say the two things that I wish could have went differently is that I was, the way they held the grip, cause it kept me out of trouble. They knew I needed that. But the way that they held it was with shame when it came to everything. And I have internalized shame when it, if I am not performing at my best or whatever that is. If I feel like I'm, I'm not peak Antoinette, I'm filled mm-hmm. with shame. Mm-hmm. I will also say that the way my mother tried to protect me from, my, from people 
you know, making fun of me or anything is around my weight mm-hmm. and rules or not rules, but reinforcing that grip around um, not wanting me to be the fat kid. Mm-hmm. And so that is something that I'll say I'm still absolutely working through. Like her trying to protect me with this um, very narrow view of like just weight and just all of that is still something that bothers me to this day that I hear when I, and when I make the decisions I make around food or working out or something doesn't fit the way I want it to fit. I hear it, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's also something in our friendship dynamics where Mm. I don't know if we, we, we like make these, I think we're doing a lot better with it. But there's like the girl, cause you know, you've been dealing with this thing for a minute and I'm so proud of like how you've moved through this thing or there's like this, there's like this reinforcement of a, of a narrative of each of our, of who we are and like our, our, there's, there's not always the space for us to be separate from these struggles that we've had Mm -hmm. in some kind of ways. And we like our upliftment or our like, yeah, the stories that the the way that we encourage people is also often still like around these, not even letting go of that narrative or even just deadening these past selves or these past struggles that we've um been through and I think that's another way in which we sometimes keep this I don't know I don't a hold's not the word I wish I wish I could if you see the movie you'd understand it more but yeah it's like this this hold around this like these hard tender parts of us and what happens when you just it just you you let it go I know with Jojo my fear around her fitting in I think because my parents were so goddamn quirky I want her to fit into like be able to maneuver Mm. and and fit into like academics in a way that was really it's something that I could do. And so I, f- I feel myself doing this, saying the silent, put, planting these seeds of like worry into her that just like you said, are, are becoming her inner voice. So, and then, and then when she says it, when she'll like repeat it, I can hear it's my voice. It's not hers. Mm. It's not hers. It's her just kind of like learning to doubt herself or learning to create this 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 thing that I've put into her and I was like, "Oh, shit. But how do I not how do I not even do I just not even bring it up? How does it not become like It's wild. I don't have an answer for it. I it's a, you, it's such such an you, incredibly you have to difficult bring thing. it up though. You have to bring it up. So maybe it's the way you do it. Maybe it's not from fear. Maybe it's an yeah. offering or an explanation of like, hey, these are the different scenarios here that I see. 
What I do think you it's think? the adjustment what of what I see. It's what I feel. Oh. It's not how I say it. That doesn't matter because the energy is the energy and she's just an energetic being. They're going to pick up what you're putting down. If there's fear, if there's judgment behind it, whether I'm saying with a smile or a grimace, she's going to be, the energy is the same. So it's, it's figuring out how to adjust that, that fear in the first place and not put that on her mm. and not put the, keep her tightened up in that because it's, there's a consequence to it. There's a, there's, yeah, if it happens often enough, it breaks something um, and, it, and it breaks a possibility of how she could see herself, you know, had, had that not been the way your mom spoke to you or, or worked, put her fear on you, there was another possibility in which you don't even see yourself. That voice isn't even there. It's replaced with an entirely different voice. Um, but I, 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 it's just something that I've become aware of. And I think, I think a lot of people, I think it's important that a lot of us become aware of it in all of our relationships with our little ones, especially because there's that power dynamic there where you just kind of like free fall and do whatever the fuck because you have that the ability to do so and they don't they're naive to to it they're ignorant to it but also in our friendships um and mm. in, in all of our relationships can i oh <clears throat> what can i ask you how have your how do you feel in what ways could i be holding on with a closed fist um, I think you're I think you're always trying to manage just how we work differently. And I think there's I think there's always like a damage control that you're trying to like avoid and think of four steps ahead of and like, you know, uh uh that that I'm I'm also aware of and I think in the past when um in the past it 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 made me very insecure and very like I have to make sure that I don't yark you out or freak you out because then that you know then there's the whole thing that we have to like work through and I have to recover them you have to recover them and like there's conflict that has to be had that I just want to avoid at all costs that is definitely present in our relationship to answer your question <laughs> um but yeah I think I think we're trying to I think you're tr I think you're aware of it. I think I'm also trying to become more aware of which that we're aware of the ways in which I'm being unreasonably whatever and ways that it's like you know this is actually just who I am and how I am and I don't have to feel guilty or ashamed or like defensive of how I am. And I think we're learning how to do that in a way. 
that, just like you said, takes time and conversation. Sure. Do you do you have one for me? I don't know. I think that I think you. And this feels weird, but I th- I think that there are sometimes. No, I don't, because I don't know how to say it. But I I think there are times when you. Um. When it comes to people I associate with, men, where you have a, I I think it's because you don't want to see me get hurt, but you have a tight grip on, on, like you you give a lot of judgment there, unless you fuck with them. <laughs> but when you don't, or when you're just like this, um, or you, I I don't know, you it can just feel like judgment of like, oh maybe I'm not making the right decision or mm. okay girl like you can but I know it's because you want the best for me I know that but when you are are not not super impressed with someone you make it real known mm. and that's okay and the in front of the presence of them and the man picks up on it no you're not even around them it's oh. with me where I'm I'll just be like oh I might withhold or I might um you're more protective than you think. I'll say that. Mm. You're more, and, and it's not the way that you do it. It's not in a way. I kind, I appreciate it, but it's not in a way where it's like, all right, well, I fuck him up, girl. It's in a like. I might think somebody's dope, and then you're just like this dumb motherfucker. You're like, oh, and I know that, and I know it's because. You want the best for me, but I also know that you don't do it with other people. Because mm. I'm like, there's no way you think this person is less mm. dope than this one. So, okay. But you're just more loving and interested and more supportive of that exploration. Where with me, you're like, yeah, I need to, nah, I'm not supportive of this. This is fucking dumb. Interesting. Like, oh, okay. And then, and then you tell me. And you can be like, I don't have any interest in spend, in seeing this motherfucker. Like you literally said that to me about somebody, <laughs> and like just shut it down. You're like, I don't. I you're like, I couldn't think of anything worse, a worse person I'd want to spend can't even my think day who with. That is. You don't I know? <laughs> it was someone that I had a crush on. Nothing happened, but you said that the last time you were up here, and I mentioned him, and it was just like I could never date him. Could I ever date him? But you do. Oh my you god! Just, but I that's not even that's not even a tight fist thing. It's just something that you do that I just think is like it's not a tight fist thing. But if I ever wanted to even think about going back to my ex, I, we couldn't be friends, and that's I know not that true. <laughs> that's no not true. But you would judge me, and I, I'm not thinking about that word. But I know, like you would, you might be worse than me. You know how I am with the girls. I'm like. Shanti just would be like not present. Just, just, and, and, and disassociate. It's, yeah. It's, that would be it's hard for me. That would be hard for me. I know. And I know that you would, I know you would just be happy as a pig in mud, child. <laughs> I know if it, it was all the stars aligned, that but, would be but hard. That's for not, me. No, I'm not saying that's not I what I want, but I'm just I, saying, you know, you're yeah, more protective than you think and more judgmental than you think. That's probably true. That's very you, true. You talk about some people that I might associate with the way you talk about common. Like, 
oh, I wonder who this. Per- That's how much I don't fuck with this person because it's not even in my radar. Like, okay. who that could possibly be? They're not in. They're not in my radar anymore. But it's just. It's just funny. It's just. And you do it like while while I'm still interested. It's and I will say sometimes. What could I do to be more me. like this? I don't know. What could You're I just do? not with the shits with me. You're not. You're not playing with these I think you know people. me, but I think you know me well enough and you know my uh, my responses well enough that somebody else uh, that I'm like, oh, that, okay, that you're I just know. like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's not even really applicable. Mm-mm. But anyway. She said, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, um... I think we all know. I think it's I think it's the parts where the fear and the chest constriction and the tightness and the you know that part of you that has a tight grip on somebody else whether it's your kid or your friend or your partner. And I I just I I want us to be like Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union and let it go. Mm. Just open it up a little bit and see what happens. And it's a daily test to do it. But the more that we do it, the more space is there. And again, the more possibilities can be seen because I think we've, I think through our parents, we've seen what happens when somebody, you know, dictates or, or moves from a place of a lot of fear. What happens? Mm-hmm. I think protection, I think care can happen without fear being the baseline or the lead. So like what did Kendrick say? Trust in the unknown, faith in the unknown, most high he said, celestial I, I and I. What he, say? <laughs> he said trust in in um, oh, the completion. There's beauty in completion and always faith in the unknown. Oh, that man is a black Israelite. Come on now. Follow the mm. way. He is he celebrating Passover? He I believe might. he is. He is a black Israelite. He gonna come that, that nigga <laughs> he gonna be on Compton streets in black and purple, preaching on a box with the other big niggas in polyester suits. Shout out to them and their ministry. I mean to no harm to anybody. You? To the black Israelites. All right. No, <laughs> I just want to know where the women are. You know what I'm talking about? Why aren't there any women out there preaching as well? They I are. never see any of the. Oh, well, they're women probably. Israelites. I would imagine that they are like second fiddle. Are they even allowed to preach? The way they be, it's giving patriarchy. <laughs> I don't think those, those women will be allowed to preach. Have you ever had a black Israelite talk to you? They will. <laughs> shame. You talk about shame. You're like, look at this white devil bitch. Oh She's like, God. oh. <laughs> <And> you just, <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm literally just walking. There. Yo, in Philly, you know where I used to get it to work? At, at City Hall. At the pit. At the pit. Don't let out. it be a warm day. <laughs> you got on a sundress. It's your ass. Them black Israelites used to be like, look at this white devil Bitch, like so heavy in the Ass mic. clapping like, in her short sundress, <laughs> no panties on. They lightweight getting hard ho. by talking about it. Titties jiggling in unison, <laughs> up and down, red lips glistening. 
Listen, how much <laughs> MAC lip glass can you put on, white devil? Don't what's, look at her, young also, man. Also, what's your number, yo? Can <laughs> I get your number? <laughs> Fine as fuck. <laughs> All right, everybody, Antoinette, you need to go see everything, everywhere, all at once. And this will make so much more sense to you. Right, I will. To the woman in Chicago that that's like, this don't make no fucking sense. If you go see this, it'll come first circle. Everybody, I implore you, support minorities and Asians. Go see this. It's well worth it. Deserves an Oscar, an Emmy, and whatever they give to films as well. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Oh, my God, I can't believe I've done it. Okay, well. We appreciate everyone. Oh, it is late. And catch you on the flip side. All right. Peace out. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. (laughs) Very good. Everything's gonna work out right, you know. Just let it go.